0: This is exactly right.
1: Scotty, you ready? It's Friday. I'm ready to have fun for once in my life. Thank God. Here it is. When the price is right, offered elephants as prizes. Incredible. I'm fully on board. <laughs> I absolutely 100% think that's great. So let's spin the wheel of life and see yes. what happens on this brand new episode of Bananas.
2: Guys, gals, non binary pals, welcome to Bananas. Sitting across from me digitally is Scotty Landis.
1: And digitally lighting my fire is my BFF, Kurt Brown Oler. Kurt, do you have anything to plug before we get to our very special guest?
2: Well, we do have to say, Splitty, in the, I mean, uh... door to shore. Uh, door to shore. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know what door to shore is, Scotty and I walk out our, our, our the doors of our houses and we walk across Los Angeles together 19 miles to walk fully clothed into the Pacific Ocean yes, all for do. charity. And this year, October 8th on a Saturday, we're inviting you to also do your own Walk, raise money for whatever charity you want to be raising Correct. money for. We're raising money for Cast L.A. that helps victims of human trafficking. But that is right. whatever, maybe you want to do uh, the, the L.A. Food Bank, dogs, uh, any, C- any any, any, uh, any charity you want. So you go to doortoshore.org, and you can sign up and get information about it, and then walk out your door. Have a good walk. We're long walk guys now. We love long walks, and also remember Toronto. I'm there. Uh, JFL, uh, just for laughs. Je uh September twenty second to twenty fourth, and we're doing a live hot tub. Me and Kristen Shaw. That's uh, funny. Doing cool our and awesome. variety show mm-hmm. uh, at, in Toronto for the very first time on the twenty fourth. So get tickets.
1: Um, Kurt, we have a we have a first on the podcast. It today is our guest's birthday, and I know because I listen to her podcast. And t- she's having a big day today, a huge day of freebies, <laughs> and then she's not going to eat meat past sundown. So watch Ooh. out, world! Give her the intro, Curdy B.
2: Here it is, folks. Uh, our guest today is a fantastic comedian, actor, writer. You're gonna, you're gonna just love her. She's written for the Eric Andre show. Tarot she's card o- reader. She's a tarot card reader. <laughs> she's open for Bikini Kill and Amazing. is the host of the wonderful podcast. Lizzie Cooperman's in your hands. Please welcome Lizzie Cooperman. I I am
0: beside myself in a positive way. In a positive
2: way. I was
0: so excited about this. I'm like, do I have the time zones right?
1: (laughs) You mentioned it. I heard you say, and I'm doing a podcast like around two o'clock. I'm busy from two to four that day. And then you had like a million errands to run.
0: Right. Let me tell you. So, this How's week they going? were voting. I'm I'm kind of spoiling it, depending on when this comes out. But they voted on whether the episode I do, I do two options, and the listeners vote on what I do every week. Yes. Uh-huh. So this week was called um, B Day Freegan or Moonlight Vegan. Yes. Uh huh. Do I spend my birthday going around and just collecting every free consumer-esque item possible?
1: Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. you know, take advantage of your birthday. Yeah,
0: t- yes, like a true glutton. Or do I become vegan every day, starting at sundown?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow, I love that. Well, I love spoil. that. So they chose they chose midnight vegan because this won't come out for a couple weeks. Yeah. They
0: actually chose birthday freegan. So oh, they great. did. This morning, I woke up. I went to Denny's and I got the Grand Slam breakfast. Grand oh. Slam <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs>
0: I love this. Incredible. I've already done that. I will. I wouldn't describe it as grand. <laughs> okay, it's
1: more of a slam. Yeah. yeah,
0: the way they slam the plates down—just <laughs> one slams plate your
1: colon. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> I should have signed. They were like, "You should have signed up on the email list before, or the like." I should have registered my name and stuff. And
2: mm-hmm. Then the manager
0: came over, and I go, "I'm actually a journalist," which is the excuse I give now all the time.
2: Yes, oh, I love it. You I are. Say,
0: I'm like, I go in there in a trench coat in 100-degree weather.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: investigating the Grand Slam today.
1: <laughs> but um,
0: yes. And then my waiter, who was this young guy at the end, said, so what are you going to do for your birthday? And I said, I'm probably going to meet some friends out at a bar. And he said, which bar? What? And I told him, and he said, maybe I'll swing by.
1: Okay. What? <laughs> was he a total stud muffin?
0: Oh, the thing is I don't even think he's twenty one years old.
1: I see. Oh he's <laughs> you
0: know what? That's it. Like he was easy on the eyes. He was easy that on helps. the eyes.
1: That helps oh. you
2: give the right answer. I love that. That he was just like sliding into your real life DMs. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's pretty cool You're
2: going to have a 19 year old get carded And not be able to get into the bar tonight Oh my god
0: And then he followed I went out to my car and he goes And if I can't make it tonight Here's my phone number
2: Lizzie Happy birthday Lizzie I know you getting good
0: So I took that phone number I drove straight to Jersey Mike's Where I then acquired What? You know A tub Yes I got sub in a tub
1: Yes
2: Oh sub in a tub is like a salad right? Yes and you get a free sub in a tub for your birthday?
0: Yes, and I just signed up like two days ago.
2: <laughs> I,
1: love, I love this. And
0: fresh off the tail of this podcast, I'm heading down to BJ's <laughs> brew house to score myself a pizookie. <laughs>
1: The most, this one is the one that I turned the dial up because I know what a, t- a tub sub is and I know what Denny's is, but I didn't know what a pazuki was. And it's, it was even funnier because at first you were calling it a bazooki. And I was like, <laughs> what is a bazooki from BJ's? That sounds. It's X. so
2: upsetting that they named their places called BJ's and it's called the pizookie. Yes. It's so like, it's like, it's. It's almost, but I don't think they have a sense of humor about it. Do you know? Like I don't think right. they clicked it together. That it's, all of it's disgusting. All the like the combination is so disgusting. Oh, it
0: sounds like a move or something.
2: Yeah, gonna go. To, I'm gonna get a BJ Pizuki. <laughs> it's ew. It's gross.
0: It's so funny. It and sounds like piss it? and
2: dookie together. That's oh what my it sounds God.
0: like. Yes. So I actually did some Google imaging and yeah? it's a giant pizza cookie with two, cookie. two scoops of ice cream that weirdly sit right on top of each other, like caterpillar oh. style. Wow. And some kind of non <laughs> <Piller> style.
2: <laughs> no, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say snowman style. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kurt. I should have gone snowman a hundred
1: percent.
2: I like the idea of just a two-part a two part caterpillar standing up.
0: <laughs> just terribly maimed. Oh, my God. So, yeah, and that has like a nondescript kind of drizzle that I, I can't figure out if that's chocolate, if that's caramel. It's part of the mystery. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Are you going to the one in Glendale?
0: I'm going to go to the one in Glendale. And the yeah, thing is, maybe. if anyone listening, if it's, even if it's not your birthday, just by going on their... Um, website and registering, you get a pizuki anyway, so now I have yeah, two. Yeah, do it.
1: Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this <laughs> but is you're so doing exciting. So and now I can be dead by
0: broadcast. 3 a.m. <laughs> <No. laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes.
1: You're satisfying the goal, the promise of your right. podcast is you give your listener, the sorcerers, two options, and then you actually go complete these things in life. So you're doing it, which yes. we love. We love I walking love the walk, that. too. that. That's such
0: a cool and podcast. Another crazy thing is they also voted for me to become a professional tarot reader.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So
0: I had an episode called Carvana or Arcana, which is like a term used in tarot. Yeah. And I was either going to sell my car to Carvana or become a tarot reader. <laughs> the episode came out and I woke up and I had all these requests for readings. Because mm-hmm. I, I put something on my website like, you if you'd like a tarot reading. yeah." It's been amazing actually. Except oh, cool. someone blew me off this morning.
1: <laughs> well, it is your birthday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are wow. you making money by being a tarot reader now?
0: Yes. That's so great.
2: And you do it on Zoom?
0: I do it on Zoom, and I kind of like that because yeah. I, it's a, like a different way of connecting, and it's, there's a clear ending.
2: Yeah, I, I, you I, I, leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, the, at the end of every reading, I go, show's over. And I slam my computer shut.
1: <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, we'll do that sometime. So, we would love a tarot card oh, reading.
0: I oh, would yeah. love yeah. to give you one. Absolutely
1: mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Alright guys You want to hear about uh, When the Price is Right Offered elephants as prizes Incredible This is <laughs> This was sent in by Jasmine Ramos uh, Thank you Jasmine, Thank you, Jasmine. I
1: Love that Jasmine
2: On Instagram You can always send Your bananas news To uh, our Instagram DM At the bananas podcast Yes This uh, was in Mental Floss Written by Jake Rosin Ooh. Thank you Jake
1: B-I-T-B yes. The best in the business.
2: This is from July thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. Here it comes. That's new. Uh, it was perhaps uh, just so, to remind you when The Price Is Right offered elephants as prizes. Uh, this is a fascinating article. I love. I'm gonna read almost the whole thing because it is wonderful. Why not? It was. Per- it was perhaps the first time anyone or anything had ever pooped on live television.
1: <laughs> Boom! It's a great
2: opening. Yes. It's a wonderful opening line. I'm in. Best in the
1: business. Uh,
2: Prices Right host Bill Cullen and contestants stifled laughter as a massive element, elephant, which had been trotted out on stage to be facetiously awarded as a prize, I could see. not hold its bowels any longer. The animal evacuated, forcing the camera operators on the episode, which aired in the 1950s, to quickly divert away from the scene. Cullen made an observation with his typical wit. Quote, all I can say is the Democrats are asking for equal time. He quipped, boom. topical." Uh, topical. Despite the flub the price is right would go on to feature a second prize elephant in another episode and again producers considered it to be a joke but one contestant insisted that if the show was going to promise an elephant it had better deliver a motherfucking elephant all right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, emphasis mine here it is And it goes. Now we go into kind of like the history of the Price Is Right and who's hosting it. About this dude Cullen, he was the first one. He didn't think it's a genius
1: show. I mean, it's it's a a genius show. Every single thing on it is advertising. It is the most. It's the minions of game shows. (laughs) (laughs) Is
2: minions like that. Well, minions.
1: Everything in minions you can buy. Everything about it is. uh, You know, it's like is a toy. Yeah.
2: Wow. Um, and so they go into, I'm not going to go into all of that, but Cullen did have to be persuaded to host the show because he didn't think that people would care about like just guessing the go- the price of consumer goods. Well, he's a uh, And he was wrong. And the first episode, boom, took off. Huge. Um, so they were worried, the writers were worried that the people would get bored with just guessing the prices of normal things and get bored with the prizes. So they started (laughs) coming up with bonus prizes. So uh, like if a prize was win a restored 1901 Oldsmobile, for example, and the show gifted you with a brand new 1958 Olds or win a European vacation and you get some stacks of foreign currency to go with it. If you won a French poodle, you might get tickets to Paris. Mm -hmm. Um, And at one point, the show even awarded someone an island... In the St. Lawrence Seaway, which is known now as the Price is Right Island, and gave them a fire truck <laughs> since they'd be the only fire department on the island. So that still exists, the Price is Right Island. Oh, we gotta go. I, I we have to go to the Price I
0: Island. I thought you were gonna say, and they gave them a Pazookie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they invented
2: And this is where it came from. <laughs> right, right. Um, That irreverence is what led Stewart and producers to rope in a circus elephant. not once, but twice. The first time, according to Adam Nettif's book, Quizmaster, the defecating attraction was mistreated to some degree. In an effort to avoid having the creature poop on camera, a plug was inserted into its anus, which was reportedly a common practice in television at the time, for animals anyway. Uh, obviously, it <laughs> failed to work. Quote, uh, we did have an unfortunate elephant, I guess. Mm-hmm. Stuart later told the Television Academy Foundation. That was early in the show. We still had 20 minutes to go. The elephant got frightened. He did what elephants do when they get frightened. We had to... We had stuff to bring on stage. We're shooting everything from the waist up. The models are tiptoeing around, trying not to step in the wrong place. Uh, stage A stage covered in animal Incredible. feces did not deter the show from bringing out another animal, this time as a bonus prize and as a bad pun referring to a piano. A contestant had won. Its purpose was to provide, quote, extra ivory. Men as a joke, but producers quickly found out that the contestant wasn't laughing. Stewart figured anyone winning an elephant was going to reject it. So he had an alternative at the ready, a cash prize of $4,000. Wow. And that's like in 1955. That's like, I would, exp- that's, I, that, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would expect, like, you could buy an elephant right now for dollars <laughs> right. uh, But the winning bidder preferred the animal for what was, to him, a sensible reason. He owned a farm in Texas and believed the elephant could produce enough natural fertilizer to make caring for it worth his I trouble. I think he's right.
0: I'm like, is uh, that what we're calling it now? Natural fertilizer. <laughs> 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 I've got to go natural fertilizer.
2: <laughs> nah, I'll take the elephant. I love the way they shit. Uh and so this is the craziest part they couldn't give them the elephant that they had on TV cuz obviously it was you know a working star elephant yeah. uh they had rented Picture it fan. yeah um but they actually went And got one from Kenya. The dude had it. And here's the craziest thing. Not a single reporter ever followed up to see what happened to the elephant that lived on a farm in Texas. So it is just a complete mystery as to what happened. Um, But it will be noted that when Bob Barker took over...
1: Yes. uh, Dude loved animals.
2: He loved animals, and he paid one million dollars to help relocate three African elephant elephants from Canada to a sanctuary in California. So this, so two elephants were mistreated; three got, I don't know, a cool trip to California. <laughs> uh, and wow. that's it. So that is, yeah, that that's, is the story, guys. Pretty good. That yeah. is.
0: Abs- I honestly wonder if the elephant got. Got brought to Brennan's Bar on the mm-hmm. West Side in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. where they also mm-hmm. do turtle races. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, wow!
1: I love we still turtle do, races. To this yeah, day.
0: they have turtle races there. I actually went to one. They voted me for me too. to go to one on my podcast. Oh, you've been? Oh my God, I've been. Okay, that's great. I love
1: this podcast.
0: It, it's been wild. Absolutely. Life changing and horrific yes. at turns as well. <laughs> <I don't
1: laughs> That's know. fine. But the one thing about Brendan's Turtle racing but is yes. they have a sign about the rules, and there are a lot of rules. And Kurt, one of the rules is you cannot point at your turtle. You cannot. You're not point allowed to point at. at turtle?
2: It. Why? Why not? Is it? Does it freak out the turtles?
1: Uh, I think it freaks out the turtles.
0: Scotty, Whoa. I just realized you're wearing a Cooperman Tires T-shirt. I, I'm so sorry. I did not notice that up top. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cooperman Tires, number one in hydroplaning. That's exciting.
0: That's that's official Brendan Walsh merch. That's so funny. <laughs> that's amazing. Sorry. You got it. Oh, my God. The turtle races. Well, what's crazy is I said, where will these turtles live? Because I was just like, where are they coming from? And, and this guy person, smoking yeah. a cigarette, he goes, they live at the bar.
2: They do. <laughs> they we do. Had, I love that. We When we first started Hot Tub... It was. Uh, it was. The tagline was "Hot Tub: A Wet Jubilee of Comedy and Guaranteed One Animal Race." Yes. and we would end the show for like the first year with an animal race at the end of the show. Um, and then we just had like so many animals die. <laughs> well, like we were getting like cockroaches, oh, we're getting snails, yeah, we're yeah. getting lizards, <gasps> we're getting snakes, and they it would escape into the theater. Because <gasps> we're like, everyone's like drinking and like trying to have an animal race on station. The lights get hot. It did, was not good. Oh, so my God. We stopped, we stopped doing made. that pretty quickly. Mistakes were made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. What, what happened with the cockroaches? Did those escape?
2: They live. Yeah, they they just took it. They on. left. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely live at the pit still. I, yeah, I they live.
1: <laughs> I w- I went to a the first time I ever took an adult vacation when I actually I was probably like 28 or so and I had got my first TV job and I was like, "You know what? Now I can actually go somewhere that's not like a 2-hour drive." I went mm-hmm. to St. Martin and I went to Mullet Bay, which is like a funny little mm. it w- there used to be a hotel there and then it got blown out by a hurricane and it is gorgeous. It is a gorgeous beach. And they had a guy that would walk around, and he would take bets, and he would pour out hermit crabs. He would make a, three circles in the sand <laughs> with a stick, and then you would pour them in the middle, and they all had numbers on the shelves. And then he would hand out a menu, and on the menu would be the name of all the racing. It was probably about 25 or so hermit crabs, and you bet $5 on them. Uh, but the names were intentionally made for tourists, so they were all kind of dirty. Like There were a couple dumb ones that would be like Rambo... Or like Bambi. But then one was like big dick and medium dick and tiny dick. And then it was like big titty, medium titty, little titty. And, and then it would get crossed off as people bet. Every time. Little dick and little titty. First two choices every single time for other people. Oh, my God. And then you're kind of bummed out. You're like, I kind of wanted to be medium dick today. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say because now they have body dysmorphia. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, they just walked into the ocean and drowned themselves.
2: But what what would they do? What would the
1: hermit crabs do? So he would turn a bucket over in the middle of the three circles, and the first one to climb all the way out of the third circle won, and that person got half the cash, and then he kept half the cash. But they would give... About 30 people every single time, and then you're yelling at hermit crabs. It's brilliant. You're like, Go, it's little
2: dick, go. Brilliant. Wow. That guy is so smart.
1: Yes, he my was cool. My
2: God, I love that. Was I love cool. that.
1: I never won. You never won. You no. played every day? I played every hour. I was having a blast. <laughs> I was on my first adult vacation. I wanted to live it up. <laughs>
2: Did I ever tell you about when I was... I don't know. I've never told this story in the podcast. I was,
1: <laughs>
2: I was in Colombia. We were shooting long shot, and, and we, we, had, we were two days in Bogota, and then we went wow. to the islands. But it was the first day I was in Bogota. never been to Colombia before. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go for... I just landed. I went to my hotel. I'm going to go for a walk on the beach before dinner. And I walk out on the beach, and they have all of these in Bogota. They have, like... They're just like little cabanas that then sell beer and food and you sit in these like tiny little plastic chairs on like a, like a tiny little plastic table and and so I get a beer and I'm just sitting there drinking my Colombian beer and just this is amazing yeah. Yeah. and then a woman walks up and in Spanish she's just she's uh, she has a bucket she has just a big bucket with her cool and she's like she's like and she like taps me on the arm. And I was like, I was like, no, Espanol. I don't want to you know, get lo the
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: And then she's like, she's like, she's like, and she keeps talking. She's speaking in Spanish and grabbing my arm. And I'm just like, no, thank you, no, thank you, lo siento, no, no. And then she just reaches into the bucket and pulls out what looks like a like a ketchup bottle, you know, and then just squirts all over my arm like a uh, lotion. And then just starts from my from my (laughs) from my elbow to my hand, just and it's got so much lotion on it. And then she and I'm just going no, please no, no, lo siento, por favor, no, no must. And she just starts giving me this like the weirdest arm, like just forearm massage. It's a forearm massage. And then I'm just like sitting there like this is I don't want this. I don't have. I'm like saying like no dinero, no dinero. Like I don't have money to pay her at all because I just arrived. Yeah, and then and then after she left, I just had two incredibly greasy arms <laughs> <laughs> from the elbow down. They were just like sticky and greasy, and I was just like I just felt like I had been violated as well the whole Welcome time. I was asking to stop. Oh uh, And then my I think God. I. I think I actually had to go then to an ATM
1: and get money. To pay. <laughs> Good business. Great business model. <laughs> wow.
0: Was it even sunscreen or no? We don't it know. Wasn't sun- no, no, it was
2: like, it was just like, it was like moisturizer. It was like oil and moisturizer. And it was just okay. like a, supposed to be a forearm massage.
0: Wow. Let's
2: yeah. Like
0: it was Bath and Body Works, cucumber melon. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Smell of seventh
1: grade. Yes, I bought um, a few of those baskets.
0: was so crazy.
1: Yeah, has anybody ever walked to you, Lizzie, and tried to massage your <laughs> arms?
0: <laughs> That's a good question. I, I am not a fan of the surprise massage. No. I feel like as someone who's done Nobody a lot is. of like... Adult theater, I feel like there's a lot of people Ugh. barefoot wanting to do chain Ugh. massages and stuff. I, ge- I generally <laughs> don't like that. And it is because no. I feel that those people touch their feet a lot also, <laughs> which I have talked about. I feel like theater people tend to be very comfortable with their feet and very touchy and hands everywhere. And so that's, that might be much respect to theater people.
2: Yeah, Str- so I know. Good. I would say stranger <laughs> massage but, on. Stranger massage yes. in public is the most uncomfortable I've I've been in public because it, it was yes. so intimate. She was so close to me, right? Uh, and it went to when you don't want a massage and you get a massage. Nobody, nobody especially wants, especially with what? lotion. My goodness, oh,
0: so much lotion! What did you think was in the bucket at first?
2: I had no idea. I was just like, literally, I I had sat down thirty seconds before. Oh I had like God. sat down with my beer. I was so excited.
0: She's, she comes us- up.
2: She makes
0: you do the ice bucket <laughs> challenge in that moment. Okay, I'll,
2: I'll, let's go. Let's it's do for it. ACL. It's for ACL. All right, give um, it to us, Scotty.
1: Uh, this is from Ian Harvey Yap. Great name, Ian Harvey Yap. I think he's sent in stories before. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Uh, this was on The Guardian. That's a real mm-hmm. one. That's a real. by newspaper. somebody who's often been described as the best at what he does, Rupert Neat. Oh. He's neat. He's Rupert. He's Rupert Neat. Hard to imagine a more British name than Rupert Neat. For real. I, we're especially working for The Guardian. Yes. <laughs> Japan launches nationwide competition to boost oh. youth alcohol consumption. This is wild. Pretty fascinating. The contest asks young adults for ideas to revitalize the popularity of alcoholic drinks after a big fall in tax revenues. Wow. There you go. Lizzie, do you drink? I uh, do.
0: I okay, really, I really enjoy it.
1: Yes, good. I do. Kurt and I give it up from time to time, <laughs> but we always come crawling back for more. I you started
0: right young.
2: Now, I'm, I am off right now. Mm-hmm. I'm on an, I'm on an off couple months. Oh, really? Just to lose some weight. Oh my Sounds god! Good to me. You're
0: Giving a sober October or whatever. yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. nice
1: um that's cool yeah. how young were you do you were you like an eighth grade drinker
0: i did everything bad in ninth grade i was yeah. like i'm gonna drink i'm gonna inhale scotch guard i was like a huffer
2: very cool <laughs> my, <laughs> my early <buddy>. years <laughs> i'm like let my me b- just
0: <laughs> 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 i thought
2: my that's what it was, was all a big about huffer. really <laughs> oh yeah i would call him every morning and in the summer, and in 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 high school, right. every every day, be like, ah, just huff some gas. I'm ready to hang out now.
0: Oh wow. Okay, maybe. <laughs> <They're awake.
2: laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, no, on.
0: no. I'm saying like maybe I was like a lighter huffer because I was yeah. more Scotch guard.
2: Yeah, he was huffing gas. It was okay. crazy.
0: <laughs> that is so crazy. It is a weird thing to get into. I had no idea. I mean, I'm sure in some at in some part of my brain, I knew that it was bad for me. Yeah, but my friends were like, "Just spray it on a sock, clean yes. sock. The last yeah. thing,
2: yeah, don't <laughs> even be- worse yeah. for you, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> even worse than killing your brain cells is inhaling.
1: Yeah, got a smelled, right? <laughs> what if the last thing you smelled right. was a sock? Think about that, uh,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we would go well, out on my friend's boat and she would bring socks and scotch guard and we would spray that's it crazy. inhale it and then we would jump off the boat into the lake this was in minnesota and wash our hair that was like our big thing that we did <laughs> when we were high we would oh, wash our so hair on the lake it was so fun we didn't do it i didn't do it every day but i definitely dipped into it
1: would the water beat off your face from huffing guard and oh. jumping in a lake? Would you guys just have weird bead beards just washing your hair and looking totally dry on the face? That's
0: so funny. You know what got me to quit anything bad? My sister would always be like, no, you can never run for president.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> Remember when people wanted to do that? Yeah. Okie dokie. Speaking of governments, the Japanese government has launched a nationwide competition calling for ideas to encourage people to drink more alcohol after a change in attitudes among the young resulted in a slide in tax revenue. I mean, this is so bad. It's so this crazy. Is, I mean, it's drinking's not good for you. It's, yeah. it's crazy that they did this, but they named it something really great. The Sake Viva campaign which is being run by the National Tax Agency, the NTA, asks 20 to 39-year-olds to come up with proposals to help revitalize the popularity of alcohol. Wow. I mean, this is crazy. This is crazy. Which have fallen out of favor because of lifestyle changes during the coronavirus pandemic Mm -hmm. and among young people in general. The competition, which runs uh, until September 9th, calls for new products and designs, as well as ways to promote at-home drinking.
2: Promote at home drinking? This is
1: terrible. This is the Japanese case.
2: As a a big fan (laughs) of at home drinking. Best bar in town. (laughs) I do not think it should be promoted to people.
1: That's right. Um, What
2: would get you to drink at
0: home more, I wonder?
1: Yeah, what? A bartender, a bunch of strangers.
0: (laughs) 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 A bartender.
1: Just an at-home bartender. Uh, the NTA said alcohol consumption in Japan has fallen from an average of 100 liters per person in 19, uh, 1995 to only 75 liters, which isn't... That's not that much. Uh, in 2020, the decrease in alcohol sales has hit Japan's budget hard, which was already running on a deficit. Taxes on alcohol counted for 1.7% of Japan's tax revenue. Uh, but it used to be five percent in 1980, oh. so it's actually fallen off quite a bit. I gotta, you know, what I'm looking up
2: because I right now in my head I'm trying to do weird math.
1: Cool. Um,
2: of like who drinks, what country drinks the most of liters of alcohol? Preference. I cannot imagine a liter right now.
0: Is that a j- big jug of soda? Is a liter? I, I
1: can't, can't imagine a bottle liter. of water. <laughs> uh, Thirty-two oh. ounces, I think, is a liter. I might be wrong. Okay. Two tall boys, maybe. Okay, here it is. I got okay. it. This is alcohol
2: consumption by country, 2022. This is coming from World Population Review, folks. Average leaders per year. Ch- Chechia? Oh. Uh, che- Chechia? I- oh, man. There are- they are their booze there. Latvia, Moldova. Those are the top three. Oh, they love a Bev. Germany's number four. Way to go, Germany. Then Lithuania, number five. Then Ireland. Okay. Okay. Then Spain. And then BJ's Brewhouse. Yeah. And then just <laughs> BJ's Brewhouse.
1: Come for the Pazuki, <laughs> Stay for a Flaming Dr. Right, Pepper right. shop.
2: <laughs> I am shocked. I would have thought Australia
1: would be up there.
2: That's Ooh. shocking.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Apparently not Japan uh i think working at home it kept people from going out so much as we all Mm -hmm. know and it became the new normal and as that new normal takes root that will be uh, additional Hendwind for tax revenue (laughs) they are really concerned about these taxes uh sales were down 20 percent and kieran brewery which makes kieran lager and ichiban Mm -hmm. shibori said that per capita beer consumption in japan so per person was about 55 bottles in 2020, which was a 9.1% decline from the year before. Interesting. Okay. And also a liter is 34 ounces. I looked it up. So like two tall boys is that's what they were drinking. Uh, Japan's health ministry said it hoped the campaign would also remind people to remember drink only the appropriate amount of alcohol. I mean, what are you... You guys got to get on you the same take, team. Wow. Or one, one or the other. Do you know
2: guys? what I'm... Th- that's how you're
0: gonna, I'm thinking about this time. I went to Hawaii, and I was having this really great conversation. I was there up all by myself at the hotel Fun? bar talking Beautiful. to this woman, and then I found out she was an alcohol rep.
2: Uh-huh. And she was... A whole rep or sure. rat? Uh, that's
0: really funny. <laughs> An alcohol rep. Like she was oh, okay. there promoting some kind of like blue liqueur, you know, mm-hmm. that probably was or some like, you know, fluorescent drink that probably had a Kardashian sponsorship or something. And I was did you like, guys think you were oh, really hitting it off. Yes. And then I was like, oh, I've been duped. Like she's just trying to get me to try Midori or whatever. It like.
1: Yeah. And we did really you did a try- dig deep.
0: I think I put a few away that night. Yeah, I you feel got to. I, I feel like I went to bed happy.
1: I am the miserable. perfect <laughs> target for any time I'm in a bar and the beverage people come in. If they walked up to the three, if somebody's at Hermosillo right. and they go do you guys want to try this new shot? And I would, I'd just say yes instantly. I don't need to know the flavor. I, don't, I am mm-hmm. like the mm. perfect person for anything. It's like, hey, this is beer without alcohol and without carbonation. I'll be like, sure, it's free. Yeah, give it to me. pass it over. <laughs> I am a sucker for those types of oh things. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, I am pulled in by any deep conversation. Yes. <laughs> Anyone, even if th- I think you're the weirdest person in the world, like I was in Nevada City doing shows and I went to a coffee shop and this guy was like, would you like to join me at my table? Because the sun was just like blazing hot and he had the only table with an umbrella. What a gent. I know. And I was like, no, that's okay. As I'm just dripping sweat, like, <laughs> ah, like holding, Have you ever put your hand on your head so that the sun doesn't burn your scalp. I was using my hand as a as a hat, as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and at a certain point I was like I need to take this guy up on his offer so I went over, he might be listening to this because he did walk away with a lot of my personal information <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gordon, if you're out there, I hope you're doing great. I hope your grieving period is over with.
1: Sitting in the shade.
0: He he was going through a lot. It turned out. So I said, "I'll come sit by you, but I I I have to write. I had to do my morning pages for the artist way.
1: Mm. <laughs> really
0: serious writing. I've got to clear out this top level of my subconscious Absolutely. before ten a.m. hits and so i start writing and then he just pulled me in he pulled me in and then i was like wow i had the most amazing conversation today but then i also remembered wow i also kind of revealed a lot about myself i like <laughs> i also gave him my hotel room number
1: <laughs> I'm yes <laughs> i'm all alone the lock's yeah. broken at my hotel do right, you right. hate when the card gets stuck in there
0: yes yes
1: <laughs>
2: um, um. All right, I'm going to tease us into a break here. How's that sound, Scott? Very fun. I love advertisements. All right, here it is. Ah, Patrick, the pony mayor of Cocklington, (laughs) is is now barred from his local pub.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I love this one. This is a fun episode. We'll be back with more Drunken Pony Bananas.
2: Welcome back to Banana Scotty. You got any shout outs?
1: I got four quickies. Ryan all Penny right. wants to shout out his then fiance, now wife, I think. I'll say partner because I'm not sure. Stevie. They got married, both started new jobs, and moved into their first house uh, all within two months. So that's a lot of stuff. Congratulations. And thanks for being sweet. Bananamos. Sarah Witchner wants to shout out Carlin. I owe Kurt this one's from a long time ago. But I found it on my phone, and this is how it happens. Um, Hey, Sarah, Carlin, we love you guys. Care about your happiness. Shout out to Hope Courier who traveled as a fifth wheel to Europe. She says on the first night in Portugal, uh, one of her friends and one of the couples introduced her to a drinking game to the movie Ma, where they drink every time Ma says something creepy. And now those two couples are bananas. So to those couples, get drunk watching that movie. I love it. And finally, Billy wants to shout out Kelly. Who did a big scary thing for the first time in a decade? You guys want to guess what Kelly did for the first time in a decade? First time in a decade. Took a bath. (laughs) Good guess, Lizzie. (laughs) Oh
0: my god. Got a free sub in a tub.
1: (laughs) No, didn't get a free birthday.
0: Can't get my mind out of the gutter.
1: (laughs) Well, also, how was that sub in a tub? It's pretty
0: delicious. Good. Well, you yeah. know what they do differently than a sandwich is they roll, <laughs> they roll the meat. And I got a trainee. It was clearly his first time. And I said, is yes. this your first sub in a tub? And he goes, it is. Oh, and I was like, great. I love that I'm here for this. He rolled the turkey and the provolone and then they slice it. So it comes Whoa. out to look like these little cinnamon rolls. It sounds disgusting <laughs> when I cheese. mix Pinwheel. all those
1: things. Yes.
0: Pinwheel. Yes. The pinwheel, created-
1: the number seven sub in a tub from yes. Jersey Mike's. <laughs> um, no, Billy wants to shout out Kelly for taking a flight for the first time Whoa. in over a decade, and congratulations wow. for facing your fears. It's a big deal. Yeah. Right. Um, thank you, Billy, deal. and thank you, Kelly, and congratulations. We hope you went somewhere lovely. Yeah,
2: congratulations, guys. We are of course here with the wonderful Lizzie Cooperman. Woo.
0: Can't even believe it. You should it. go.
2: Of course, listen to Lizzie's new podcast in yes. your hands. Yes, yes, please do. Yeah, well, one of you your topics was Lizzie to, what to do.
1: gain more Sorry. followers. Sorry, could B. Oh one no, no. thanks to gain for more followers. So, bananas yes. I don't know, twenty of you, bananas. Go listen. Go leave a five star rate and review if you like this ours podcast. You're going to love Lizzie's podcast.
0: Thank you so much. I truly hope you do come and vote because I need people to make the right decisions. I've been led down some insane paths. Scotty, did you by chance hear the ones with the dresser of the guy? Yes. Yes, I did. I I played a game called Dresser Roulette where I texted the last like 10 guys in my phone, will you build a dresser for me
1: from Uh Ikea? Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: And every episode I interview an expert on either side so people can hear like expert opinions. And I interviewed this guy on you know, he was supposedly like an Ikea expert. He was great at building the mom dresser from Ikea. (laughs) At the end of our call, he goes, well, he goes, I'm single and I would like to be added to the list. And everyone was like, you've got to ask that guy, ask that guy. So I text him, Hey, I just drove, you know, I'm driving back from Ikea. I've got a black, brown mom in my trunk and I, you're the first person on my list. He's like, I'll be there. As he's, you know this is yeah so we made plans mm-hmm. he was going to come to my apartment you know on a saturday mm-hmm. uh-huh. as he's on his way i realized i've just invited a complete stranger into my home for a yes. project that's going to take th- 3 <laughs> two hours 2
1: hours 3 hours yeah well he
0: said it was going to take him 40 minutes
1: okay. and 2
0: hours passed he wasn't done and i was like um i have an appointment at the genius bar <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we ended up leaving and then this this Continued for three episodes with this dresser. Yes. And it all culminated in me having to call a task rabbit because it turned out that expert put the dresser no! together incorrectly, backward. No! I love it. So the task rabbit comes over, and I find out that he's also a fire performer. And while he's at my house, the task rabbit goes, By the way, he goes, I could pretty easily set you on fire.
2: Oh, set you on fire.
0: Yes. He goes, you're a comedian. And in my mind, I'm like, and an episode is born. So the next (laughs) episode was the next episode is called this is fire or this is us. Do I let this Uh guy set me on fire Mm -hmm. at a stand-up show or do I become a tour guide for the TV show? This is us.
1: Tour guide one.
0: And I did secure that position. I am currently an official tour guide. I am going to bring people around Los Angeles and go, this is where the crock pot blew up. (laughs) this is where the kid learned how to play piano this
2: is great oh my it's been wild
0: and i really want people to listen because i'm like i i I want people to be a part of it oh people are
1: gonna listen okay okay
0: i i hope that you do and also get a tarot reading go to my website and get a reading
1: yes please do you i was listening a couple days ago and you had oscar montoya on And Kurt, you remember Oscar from The Pit, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Great improviser. Now he's on The Minx and he's an all-around great guy. Uh, But it was one of those flash stories that I had forgotten, which was one of my earliest jobs in writing was for MTV. They hired me to write an in-house video for their employees to understand what millennials were. So, like all the staff was going to have to watch a 10 minute video presentation that they were going to produce in house. And it was like, meet the millennials. And they hired me to write the real world millennials. Whoa. Okay. So That's I was so pumped. Crazy. I needed a paycheck. I yeah. loved it. Writer, TV writers, you, you have very few, there's very small power in writing scripts. But a couple of things you can do is you can name characters, you can often pick locations. And I had seen Oscar perform so many times, thought he was so funny, thought he was a cool dude. And I was like, I'm going to tee this guy up for his first writing job by describing a character who is a millennial who is exactly the same as Oscar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I did. It was like this cool New York kid, Latino origin. Uh, He's like gay, hip, cool clothes, everything. Named the character Oscar. Ah! Put his name on the uh, list for all the auditions. He didn't book the part. I didn't tell him. So, uh, But he shows up and he told, I think it was a friend of mine, maybe it was an ex girlfriend, was like, I went in for this audition for MTV. The part was perfect for me. <laughs> I didn't pick him. I literally described him. And they were agreed. They were excited about the character. He went in audition, did not book the book. Oh, my God. <laughs> that poor. But now he's successful. So yeah, you'll go.
0: be pleased to know. Yes, he's on yeah. Minx. He also just booked a Jack in the Box campaign. I need to see if they have a free offer. Speaking of which.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> today's gotta the day. You got to get on it. You don't have much time left. So plenty. Of get as time. much sodium as I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh all right, here it is, folks. This was sent in by Portia. Thank you, Portia. Thank you, Portia. This was on Metro uh, Mm -hmm. by the fantastic, the best in the biz, Harrison Jones. Ooh, really good. I'll remind you of this sweet headline Patrick the Pony Mayor (laughs) of Cocklington (laughs) is now now barred from his local pub. I cannot Uh wait. To show you a picture of Patrick, They've, they, at, the, at his local bar, they built a tinier bar for Patrick, and he has a tiny glass of Guinness, and it says Patrick's bar. This is great. Here it goes. The honorary mayor of a town in Devon has been banned from his local pub, but Patrick is no ordinary mayor. He is a Shetland pony with a penchant for Guinness guzzling and his own special bar at the local boozer. R- Yet... I mean, right? Yeah. Dream come true. A dream come true. After an unlikely complaint, the animal has found himself barred from the drum inn by Torbay Council, Mm -hmm. sparking fury among residents. I'm furious already. I'm outraged. Uh, Officials told the pub in Cocklington that they needed planning permission to let Patrick Four graze in the garden and sip his little beers. He's the mayor. He's the mayor. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, right, all right? So the folks? whole point
1: of becoming the mayor is to do whatever you want. Exactly.
2: They suggested that the pub garden needs to be categorized as official grazing land. <laughs> oh, man. Torquay Council's getting my panties they in a They get bunch. his
1: crawl, guys.
2: Oh, Torbay Council. But far from being seen as a storm in a small cup of beer, this must be a British <laughs> thing, the move prompted like, what, wait, outrage. What? <laughs> what
0: took, me a, took me a second to even understand what <laughs>
1: that <don't> was. We just <laughs> yeah.
2: Right there with. The you. move prompted outrage from mm-hmm. locals blasting the council as petty and unbelievable. We're right on their side. Absolutely. Patrick's owners, meanwhile, claim the move has left them traumatized. <laughs> I, yes. I think we're throwing around the word traumatized a bit too much. Just a pony. Uh the therapy pony visits recovery groups hospitals and mental health wards. He's tiny guys. He is under waist high. Okay? And he
0: and he shits all over the set of the price is right. <laughs> <One second. laughs>
2: Uh, let's see, they had to take down the owners, Kirk and Henry Patrakis, have already removed the fencing from Patrick's, quote, interaction pen at the pub. Kirk explained that it was a very emotional afternoon taking down the pen in the pub garden. The drum in was very upset as well. Someone made a complaint to the council, quote, it just feels very unfair. Hannah added, It's been really traumatic. We're just shocked
1: by it. Well, yeah. Uh, If the three of us were on vacation together and we said there's a bar that has a pony that's the mayor that drinks Guinness there, we would (laughs) walk in and they'd be like, that pony's not allowed in. We'd walk back out. That's the reason you go to that bar. I'm saying
2: if I'm just in Ireland in general, I'm going to... Cocklington, and I'm gonna go see Patrick at that's his bar.
1: Exactly right.
2: Then that's exactly what they said. The rest of the article is just a fury from residents being like, This is the only reason people <laughs> want to is. come to Cocklington. Right. That's, exactly right. right. <laughs> that's everyone's just like, Why the fuck? And so it's just one person who complained, and then Torbay Council's got a bunch of sticks up wow. their ass. Mm, mm, if anybody mm. in Ireland, what I mean, do, I'm assuming this what
0: does the good hearted but troubled bartender say about it?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said words failed me when i heard
0: right.
2: <laughs> that is i've been sad. watching too
0: i've been watching too much virgin river
2: Pit show <laughs> oh what's God. virgin river
0: oh kurt i actually learned about it from sarah Schaefer's instagram uh-huh. stories she just had a screenshot and i was like what is that smash cut to three days later i have my face in my laptop yeah. Which I realized I like watching things on my laptop like close, like I can't even get close enough.
2: But <laughs>
1: you to hate the virtual horror. reality, strangely <laughs>
2: enough, you <Exactly>. hate VR. <laughs> <laughs> so but funny. you have strapped your laptop to your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the show is its hallmark, I, I describe it as cabin core.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, it's very innocent.
0: Popular. Even the sex scenes are f- pretty much like fully clothed, you know, <laughs> they're just. <laughs> yeah, dr- yeah. I mean... you know,
2: I love. That's the one thing I used to try and have a bit about it, and it never worked. But uh, like the two complaints I have about all TV shows is one, when people have sex, nobody takes their underwear off, <laughs> and like you never see them take their like shimmy out of their underwear. Take some that's time never, to step out of their undies. No one ever does it. And two, no one ever says hello. They just pick up a phone and someone starts talking. <laughs> it's on every TV show. Watch for it. People just lift a phone to their ear and then they just people start. And they never say goodbye either. Like people will just be like, talk, 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 and then they just put the phone down. It's like over. There's never all right, talk to you later.
1: Yes. I would end a friendship if I called somebody and they were silent, and then I start talking and then they just hung up without saying, all right, see you or goodbye. I would be like, That person is no longer my contact. Like
0: right now on Zoom, I just hit leave. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's when I close.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's (laughs) fun. That's absolutely fun. That's so funny. What was did you oh guys god. have drinking traditions in your hometown? I don't think we had one.
0: Oh my god! No, By the way, I need sound. to tell—I need to tell your the Bananimals. I'm no longer a huffer. That was one summer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kids don't huff. Kids I don't
0: am in huff. my mind like, oh my god! I thought. But I'm like now I drink candle wax. I'm different now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> don't it don't you on. worry.
0: I don't do don't anything. You ever worry I don't about do that. anything. Okay.
2: You're, you're um, a good it's person. okay we, to be a former huffer. You know
0: what we did in Minnesota? We got wasted and played violent broom ball. This was yeah. a thing. Well, Juniors against what's seniors. Broomball? Oh my God. It is kind of like hockey but with or a broom hockey. kind yeah. of.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Like
0: a stiff broom. Like a push
2: broom or like a sweeper broom? That is
0: so funny. You mean like a giant mop? Like we take giant janitor mops <laughs> and we're like, oh, I'm going <laughs>
1: that's so
0: funny. We ride Zambonis around a nice
1: <laughs> get you. That's pretty cool.
0: We – yeah, it was like brooms and we would – it was juniors against seniors. We had jerseys made, but that was Whoa. like our drinking thing. Like we would rent it out in the middle of the night, sneak out of the house and play broom ball.
1: That sounds that's, very fun. That's, wow.
0: Yes, okay. until Michelle Quiggle got her teeth knocked out.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. She got her teeth knocked out?
0: She did get great teeth. She got great ones.
1: Oh, good. That's yeah, all yeah. that matters. She can buy great yeah. teeth these days. Um, yeah. When I was at college at UMass, it's part of five colleges, and mm-hmm. there's Smith, and there's amherst and there's hampshire and there's mount holyoke and they're all private schools and they all have very different personalities and hampshire was the closest to umass oh, actually amherst was but hampshire was the wildest one like the most fun one it was a school where they encouraged you to be very original and very unique and i was doing a student film there when i was a freshman and it was just making of a surreal film on film total chaos and then one day the director, the guy who's gonna graduate and his whole degree was in making a a surreal film, uh, (laughs) was like, we can't shoot today, I forgot. I was like, why, he's like, it's the Easter keg. And I was like, oh yeah, he's like, it's Easter. And what the Easter keg is, is two upperclassmen would go hide a keg somewhere on their sprawling wooded campus. And then every single student on campus that wanted to participate would bring some sort of drinking container, a mug, a cup, whatever. And then you would walk around looking for the one hidden keg. And then when you found it, you'd start to party. And I think it started at 9 a.m. I'm pretty positive by 10 a.m. we were standing out in the middle of a field somewhere drinking beer. And I was like, Every college should have this tradition. It was fantastic. Oh, a great,
2: that's a great tradition. To I love it. Yeah. Also, not easy to hide a keg. Kegs not are very keg. heavy.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Um, I'm like we had the Passover
1: We rubbed our fingers in oil on a plate. We rubbed our fingers in oil. (laughs) Pretty thrilling. For each plague, we
0: dropped a bit of wine onto a
2: plate. (laughs) That's right. Give us our last one and send us home, Scotty.
1: All right. What have we done? We've done animals. We've done booze. We well. Here's a fun short one. Uh, This was sent in by Kelly Glenn. Thank you, Kelly Glenn. It's a great mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yahoo News. This was written by that swinging W-H-I-O staff. Media in the biz. A couple arrested for having sex on the Cedar Point Ferris wheel. Oh, boy. Here it is. Cedar Just Point. Before the internet, you know, a police blotter really used to be yeah. so entertaining. It, it really used was. to be the best. A man and a woman were arrested at Cedar Point after four witnesses told police that they saw the couple engaging in sexual intercourse and other activities on one of the amusement park's and rides. And other,
2: was one of them eating a sub, too? Yeah, like, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> what else are they
1: doing? They're boated already. Yeah, I don't know. They were just getting their underwear off. <laughs> Nobody could tell oh what they were up God. to. They are stuck on their heels. <laughs> it's hard to balance. And then they name them. Uh, David Davis, <laughs> who, if da- if your name is David Davis and you're not having sex on <laughs> carnival rides, you have missed your calling in life. And Heather Johnston, both 32 years old. Yes. (laughs) Such a good detail. This isn't 16 year olds or 18 year olds Mm. like experimenting and being wild. These are adults.
2: 32 was my experimental time, though. Really?
1: Yeah,
2: it was. 31 to 35. That was my wild. That's when
0: you got into gasoline. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you started hitting the tanks.
1: That's (laughs) right. Wow, uh, okay. That's fine. Hey, 52 yeah, I mean, is going to look good on you too, Kurt. You guys are, <laughs> the, the kids right. will be in high school. You guys, you know, <laughs> I, you'll have a second <laughs> calling.
0: I dated someone in high school who drove a hearse. This is my one vehicle uh-huh. make out. Ooh. Yeah, he he was a bit of a show off. He was a ham. Uh-huh. <laughs> he drove a hearse. And so I've made out where the coffin goes.
2: Of course you <laughs> have. Just <laughs> like six feet under, baby. Yeah, yeah.
0: That kind of correlates to the story, right? I'm not just sharing (laughs) it.
1: Even if it didn't, that's just a great story to talk. Bring it up all the time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because you did say there was a coffin on the Ferris wheel.
1: That's right. Right. What is an amusement They were doing other things. Uh, That's right. (laughs) right. (laughs) Right, They were giving each other their last (laughs) 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 rites. David Davis and Heather Johnson, both 32 years old, were allegedly seen having sex while aboard the giant wheel. They have good naming. Ohio can name things. Cedar Point. Um, the two were confronted by Cedar Point police sergeant and security. Uh, at the <laughs> security was called. The group of witnesses included two juveniles. That's. I guess that's a problem. We'll say yeah. that's a problem. Who That's were, why they got arrested. Mm. Yes. Who they were... All, in front of children. <laughs> That's correct.
0: And now they're doing it in juvie. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we get to go of- <laughs> together?
1: <laughs> in a second, back for her sup. The group of witnesses included two juveniles who were in the cart below the couple on the Ferris wheel. Witnesses told police that they could feel the cart shaking and saw the man and the woman... Naked on the ride, according to the police report, the couple initially denied the accusations. As you should try to get away with it. Yeah. Um, But Johnson. But then then an eight-year-old said,
2: "He has a birthmark above his pubic bone."
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (gasps) But Johnston eventually told officers, oh, this is a great, this is part of their denial. She told officers she had shorts under her dress and she had dropped a cigarette pack out of them. And when she bent over to pick them up, Davis was simply helping her. (laughs) Was simply helping her. Picture this.
2: Yeah.
0: So funny.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, this is the best sentence of the whole thing. The couple later admitted they were engaged in sexual intercourse. They just, at some point, you just high five each other and let them put the handcuffs on. Davis and Johnson were both arrested and transported to Erie Creek, Erie County Jail, where they were charged with misdemeanor. Uh, a misdemeanor of the first degree. So I that's hope she just-
0: was packing the cigarettes during sex. Yes, she was. <laughs>
1: and other things. <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> so damn good. I love it. Uh, I love that so much. Don't have sex in front of kids. Don't huff no. Scotchgard and wash your hair. Don't do But it. I will say, if you're on a relatively <laughs> empty Ferris wheel, do
2: have sex on the Ferris wheel. Sounds fun. Just not in front of children. That's right. 100%. And- that's oh right. man, Lizzie! Thank you so much for being on Bananas. I can't even believe
0: I got to do this. Yeah. Best birthday of my life, truly. Yeah. Seriously, one for the books.
1: I would say Lizzie's banana of the week. Absolutely banana yes. of the week. Banana of the month. You own August now, and uh, come on back anytime you want. I'm living for it. Thank you so much, you guys. Now go enjoy the Pazookie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bananas!
1: Bananas! Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great
2: Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark, And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot, intern.
1: Bananas!
2: Bananamals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And if you love what you hear feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit
2: exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.